honey, it's me What did you think when you heard me back on the radio? What did the kids say when they knew it was their long-lost daddy? Oh, It's time for the Podcateer Podcast. Good morning, Christopher Robin. Oh, well, glad to meet you. Name's Tigger. T-I-double-G-R. That's spelled Tigger. Now, isn't this a clever disguise? It's the Podcateer Podcast with your host, Mark Tanner. Take it away, Mark. This could be about anything. And if you're like me, you wait and see. For I've got curiosity. Hello, Podcateers, and welcome to episode 85 of the Podcateer Podcast. My apologies for missing last week. Had some health issues, didn't feel too well last Sunday. Unfortunately, Sunday seems to be the day that these treatments get to be the worst. And since Sunday is the day that I put the podcast together, that makes it unfortunate. It's always been the day that I've had enough time to do the podcast because it's normally the day that I do not work. Although, uh, this last week I worked Sunday. So the fact that I felt bad and the fact that I worked Sunday kept me from recording the show this last Sunday. The Sunday before that, it was just because I didn't feel well. So I missed one week entirely and I'm late this week my apologies it's going to happen from time to time as this goes on but I'm going to try to make it not happen too often I don't know if you follow Disney news but if you do you probably heard that Disneyland has instituted a new rule that you have to be 14 years old to be in the park by yourself. It's going to be interesting to see how hard they enforce that. They make it a hard and fast rule. For instance, are they going to allow you to go on a ride by yourself if you're under 14? It'll be interesting to see They are leaving it pretty wide open for interpretation on their end of things. I guess that uh, allows them to play it by ear. If someone's misbehaving, they can enforce the rule. And if you're acting okay and behaving uh, more of an, like an adult, they can let you go. So that's not surprising knowing how Disney operates. I am, I'm not too much against this. I've seen a lot of kids uh, running through flower beds and climbing on fences and things and acting in such a way that somebody needed to uh, 
take them by the hand and make sure they didn't do that. So if their parents are with them, I guess that'll happen. Well, as usual, I have no idea what I'm going to be doing. I'm in the mobile recording studio now, as you could probably tell by the background noise. And I'm headed to Disneyland. I'm at the corner of Ball Road and Beach Boulevard right at the moment. And if you know the area, you know I'm not too far from Disneyland. So in just a little bit, I'll have some kind of wonderful audio from the Magic Kingdom. Uh, <laughs> you can probably hear music. There's a car next to me playing music rather loud. Uh, being as it's probably uh, language that I'd rather not have on my podcast, I'm going to go ahead and cut this off. So we'll see you in just a few minutes at the park. If, if you had it to do over again, would you do any part of it differently? Well, if I had it to do over again, uh, I think... Uh, no, I don't think I would. <laughs> I don't know. I hope I don't have to do it over again. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, I'm sitting here uh, at the corner of Hollywood Sunset inside California Adventure watching the Pixar Play Parade go by. So I have actually made it into the park. There's a plaid with a bunch of folks on the tour wandering by. This Pixar Play Parade does a lot better at night. If you've ever had a chance to watch it, it's, it's just a better parade at night. It's nicely lit. During the daytime, it kind of washes out a little bit. And you know, it's kind of old. It's been pretty much the same parade for a long time. And they haven't added up or uh, any of the more recent Pixar movies to it. that hard to add. They could add the house from up. Which I think they got in one of the other parades. I don't know why they don't pull it over here and use it in this one. Definitely could use a little spice it up. it primarily rotates around the Toy Story and Bugs Life movies. Yeah, Nemo. With a heavy slant to the Toy Story. As you can tell by that music that's playing right now. Killing time over here waiting for the mad tea party. I know, don't worry, I'm not gonna subject you to another round of mad tea party music. I think I've played it three times, so that's enough. 
I'm going to watch it. I'm going to hang around and see the 6 o'clock show. Once that's over, I'll get you a little more park audio. It's a nice day. It was a lot warmer about an hour ago when I got here. <laughs> it's gotten a little chilly. You know, I ate uh, at a new place today. I had never eaten at the Jazz Kitchen before. Well, I took one look at the menu and the, the prices on the menu were just a little higher than I felt like paying. I think the cheapest thing I saw on the menu was 22 bucks. So I went over to the Jazz Kitchen Express. I think that's what it's called. And I saw they had a double cheeseburger for seven, it was 7.50. And that included fries. So I got that and I got uh, a Icy, small Icy. And with my annual pass holder discount, got it for 10.61. And I'll tell you, it is one heck of a cheeseburger. So, like I say, I highly recommend that if you're into cheeseburgers, which, like I say, I certainly am. You're not going to do any better inside the park. But the best burgers inside the park are probably at either Hungry Bear or at uh, the, I'm trying to think of the name of it, Flight Test or something like that. The, the hangar-shaped restaurant right there at Condor Flats next to Sorum. They have a pretty good burger in there, but nothing like this. I mean, this burger is nuclear powered compared to their steam powered so yeah, like I said if you're looking for a burger take a look at that uh, Jazz Kitchen Express whatever it's called right next to the Jazz Kitchen it's part of the Jazz Kitchen just a little segment well there goes the pig Jesse and Woody, uh, uh, Rex. And then there's a bunch of people dressed as Jesse and Woody, so I'm not exactly sure who they are supposed to be. into the parade. It's 5.30, so another half an hour, plus five minutes for the mad tea party.
I think I'll go wander over and check out the animation building. It's always got something interesting to look at. You know, something I haven't been to for a while is the Aladdin show there at the Hyperion Theater. That's a pretty good show. I don't think they got the same guy playing the genie as they did originally, but he was great. Definitely made the whole show. They've had some good shows there. There's a dog wandering along here. Looks like a dog we used to have. It's one of those service dogs. Yeah, but I, uh, I saw a show there. Uh, I'm trying to think of the name of it. I'm getting old. My memory's not what it used to be. But it was with uh, all, it was like a, a halftime show on a stage. It was all drums. Blast, that's what it was called. It was an excellent show. They had it on uh, like off-Broadway. And they had a small version of it here at Hyperion. It was pretty good. I must have seen it a dozen times. And I've seen the Aladdin show a couple of times. That same theater is where they put the talent show on every year, the cast member talent show. I've been to that two or three times. They charge like $25 or $30 for a ticket and all the money goes to charity. That's nice. It's, get to get, see a good show and benefits a good cause. I don't recall what the cause was offhand, but it was a good charity. Alright, well this is uh, not very interesting here. There's no, no sound and nothing much for me to talk about, so I'll be back. Well, it just dawned upon me why the place is so crowded. The Western Regional for the NCAA Tournament, which starts, uh, I believe, Friday, Thursday and Friday, uh, is located here in Los Angeles. And I've noticed a lot of the people wandering by here are wearing attire from the different teams that are playing. So. They're out here to see their uh, teams play, and they're taking in Disneyland while they're here. So good for them. Please spend money. It keeps my taxes from going up. So come out here, see your teams, and spend lots and lots of money. Or you can just come by my house and just drop it off in my mailbox. All right, just uh, thought I would uh, chime in as to why all these people are here. On with the show.
Here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round pegs in the square holes, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules, and they have no respect for the status quo. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them. About the only thing you can't do is ignore them, because they change things. They push the human race forward. While some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius. Because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. I just caught the mad tea party, and uh, for once I should have recorded the whole thing. I did record one song, and I'm going to play it for you here in a bit. It's new. It's brand new tonight. This is the first performance of it, and I'm not sure about the name. There's something about Domino's. I don't know if that was the name of it. I've never heard it before. There were people singing along, so apparently somebody's <laughs> done it before. And they did uh, Rock This Town by the Stray Cats, which I haven't heard them do. So obviously what I had heard before that they were changing up the music is true. Which tends to make me doubt the story I had heard that it was going away next month. But never can tell. I don't know if you heard what I mentioned before that uh, the rumor is they're going to get uh, they're going to mothball uh, the Mad Tea Party in favor of Electronica again uh, because they're bringing out another Tron movie. So that could definitely happen. Although they could run Electronica and the Mad Tea Party both because Electronica was actually out on Hollywood Boulevard whereas the Mad Tea Party's backstage. So they could feasibly do both of them, but that might be a little more than they're prepared to handle. Never can tell though. Sweet a little bit here, I am going to play you that one new song that I did get recorded, if it came out okay. I have a little trouble with bass with this recorder. It does great for voices and uh, anything that doesn't have too much bass in it. When, uh, you get a lot of bass in the music, you get a little distortion. So my apologies if there's a little distortion. Ah. Okay, they've got this, uh... Oh, I'm so They've got this egg, uh... It's called something... Redemption... Okay, it's a Vinylmation thing. Experience Map Redemption Location. And they've got big eggs, and they put some kind of Vinylmation underneath it. And they mix up the eggs, and they 
pick one of the eggs like the old shell game. And I'm sure there's something under each one, so I can't imagine they're going to send kids away crying. And there's a little boxed final nation. I'm not sure what this costs or anything. So look it up on the internet. I'm sure there's something about it. It's called Experience. It's kind of an Easter promotion. It's a real small, like, keychain uh, vinyl nation. Okay, and there's, they've got a map. And on the back of the map, they stamp it. So I don't know if they need to go to uh, different places in order to get enough stamps or... Anyway, like I say, look it up on the internet. I'm sure there's information about it. They're doing some kind of an Easter promotion. If I get a chance, I'll look it up. walk around with holes in their clothes. They actually pay extra money for it. And my daughter's got a perfectly good pair of pants with big gaping holes in See if I can dodge these survey takers. to go exit California Adventure here and see what's up over Disneyland. I'll be back. Alright, with quite a bit of delay, I'm in the park here at Disneyland. You know, uh, Disneyland, if you're listening, and I think they listen to some of these podcasts. I don't know if they listen to this one or not, but you guys need to have an annual pass holder line. A special line marked for pass holders or a couple of them because with this new thing you're doing with the photo ID and so forth every time I get in line I'm delayed you know at least five five sometimes 10 15 minutes while you're checking all these people and as soon as I get up there I buzz right through but it is uh, unfortunate and it's something that you need to think about. It wouldn't be that big a deal. It would cut down the other lines. Then you would pretty much know the people in that line were somebody you needed to look at their ID because you'd be funneling all the pass holders elsewhere. So let's think about that. It would certainly make it easier for the annual pass holders who are paying an awful lot of money to get in here, like me. I ought to get 
some kind of privilege by the fact that I pay so much to get in here. Alright, well they're having a parade here so I'll knock this down until I get uh, away from the music and the noise. Well, I went in and enjoyed the gallery here and the uh, display in the Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. Looked at Tony Baxter's ticket collection. Drooled over the press preview ticket. Now, I bid against him for that press preview ticket. I recognize it. It's got a little stain on it that I recognized from the eBay auction. And I bid 600 bucks and he outbid me. 600 bucks for a piece of paper. I, I think he paid like 650, 675, something like that. Because there was somebody else involved in the auction too. But I tapped out at 600. At the time, I think when I, I used this, uh, snipe software it's called where it waits till the last second and bids because I was at work when the auction ended and it was, it was like 250 or 275 at the time so on the uh, I think it's called my bidder I plugged in a $600 uh, bid, which was more than double what it was going for, and that was just maybe six hours before the end of the auction. So I actually thought I might have a shot at that one, but nope. But you see, Tony is retired now. Although at the time the auction ended, it wasn't he wasn't retired. But his hours are probably a lot more flexible than mine, so... He was likely sitting in front of his computer when the auction ended, whereas I was at work. <laughs> oh well. One of these days, another one will come up. Now that he's got one, maybe I won't have to bid against Tony Baxter. Because one thing I'm certain of, and that's it, Mr. Baxter has more money than I do. <laughs> Being as he was... Uh, Basically, the head of Imagineering, I forget what his exact title was, but... And I'm quite sure he makes more money than me. Or more money than I, I guess, would be technically correct. I'm going by the theater. I'm going to wander into Disneyana here. They have some new stuff on the shelves. They have the accursed Final Nations, which I can't stand. Jim Shore stuff. And uh, Brito or Brito 
figures that have the odd color schemes. I don't know what I think of those. I haven't decided. Well, they have a new big fig I hadn't seen before. It's Minnie as a Highland dancer. We'll go check out the artwork, see if there's something new in there. Is that lanyard? have a commemorative ticket set, limited edition of 1955. It's got two coins in there. It's uh, interesting. That's something new. Mickey and Minnie evening sail. Sitting in a sailboat with Pluto in a dinghy howling. David Turwiller. I think I've heard of him. Mm, nothing else new. There's one of the stitch. His ears blowing back with the palm tree blowing back the same way. I'm not a big fan of Stitch. I like Stitch about as much as I like Vinylmations. You know, what it really is, is I've kind of read what uh, Walt allowed the artist to do, how much leeway he gave them when, he was, when they were drawing the characters. And he shot down anything that didn't fit a certain criteria. And I don't like any of this stuff that I don't think Walt would have approved. They've got a lot of these abstract uh, Mickey Mouse characters with mohawks and angry looks on their on his face and so forth. And I don't think in a million years Walt Disney would have approved any of those. So uh, if Walt didn't, wouldn't have approved it, I don't approve it. Check out. I have a new Hawaiian shirt. Bad thing about the Hawaiian shirts here is they have a tendency to shrink. Well, this one's a 3X. Hmm. Hang on, I gotta try this on.
Well, I bought something I really absolutely needed. That was another Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> I think I've got about eight of them. But I've only got two Disney Hawaiian shirts. Now I have three. Then we go relax. And this one's pretty cool. It's got uh, vintage Mickey, Minnie, and Donald, at least. I know I'm. I had forgotten that they opened the Fantasy Fair. I'm gonna wander over there and see what that looks like. You ever notice when you're at the park that no matter which way you're going, it's like you're going against traffic? <laughs> Everybody always seems to be going the opposite way that I'm going. It's getting pretty chilly. That's the thing about springtime. It may be nice and warm during the day, but you better take a jacket with you in the evening. It may be 85 degrees during the day, but it's still going to get down into the 50s at night, at least, if not colder. I was in the upper 40s this morning when I went to work. Aha! You know, they kept the framework for the dance area together. And it's now called the Royal Theater. They just put a different covering over it. That was clever. Stage, it's basically in the same place the stage was, and they've even got a piano. <laughs> now, it's not a white piano anymore, it's a brown piano, but they have a piano. So, it's not too much different. And the buildings are basically in the same places they were in before with the different facade. They rethemed the area, but there wasn't a big structural change to it. The area where you used to be able to walk through, uh, let's see, it's called Royal Hall now. I assume that's where the princesses come out of. We still got some kind of walk through. I'm gonna go walk through there and see where that goes. Probably goes where it used to. Over the top of the stage it says once upon a time. And on the left and on the right it says happily ever after.
Like I say, not. Oh, they just opened the curtains. Right there. A couple of cast members <laughs> setting up. Yeah, wood. It looks like the uh, uh, panel room. Like at a castle or something. And there's a couple of windows. Maybe they put on a puppet show of some kind. That's what it appears to be. Curtains. An elevated window arched window with curtains behind it. If they don't put on a puppet show, they ought to. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Treasures, so it looks like they're gonna have a gift shop. Okay, yeah, it goes where it used to go. It goes over to the Mexican restaurant from Tierland. And the gift shop has. A lot of the same costumes that they've got over there in that gift shop of the castle. This would be a hangout at Halloween for sure. So like I say, not a tremendous structural change to the area there. Just a new facade. If you walk through there, it leads you right to the Mexican restaurant. See, that's a good shortcut from Main Street. If you want to eat at the Mexican restaurant, just come through there. Dell's Silk Hollow. I always forget the name of it. Well, it looks like the Mark Twain and the Columbia are not running today because they've got the no, no, they're running it. They're running the Columbia. Mark Twain must still be mothballed or dry docked or whatever you call it. Last time I was here, they were running Columbia. So I gotta say, for the amount of time it took them to put that fantasy fair together, it was kind of uh, not quite as good as I expected it to be. Like I say, they they didn't move anything. They just put a new facade on the buildings and rethemed it. 
put a new covering over the top of the uh, parasol looking stage and rethemed the stage. Like I said, the stage is in the same place. You've got a piano in the same place. Just It's not the same piano, but still a piano. So if they wanted to do dancing there, they'd just have to move the benches out. It wouldn't be a big deal. So maybe that's what they were thinking, if there was enough flack over the fact that they got rid of the dancing, that they could put it back there from time to time. Kind of gave them a fallback position, as they say. Sitting here on the bench. They're still not done with the Big Thunder Mountain. The crane's still there. So the re refit of the Thunder Mountain's still going on. Imagine they're going to have that done by summertime. I'm sure that's what they're shooting for. That's what they usually do. So they'll do all of the work during the winter and the spring and then have it all fired up, ready to go for summer. Now, like I said, I haven't got a good date for when the return of the ride is. I haven't looked it up or anything. But you can. So send me an email, tell me when it's gonna be up, I'll report it on the next show. <laughs> I haven't got time to look. I barely get time to put the show out there. Let's see, this is Tuesday. Uh, by the time I get home, I'm not going to have time to put the show out tonight. So it'll probably be out on Wednesday, which means it's a weekend, uh, three days late. Now, I should have a show this week because I'm not having my chemo Friday. They're giving me a week off, so I should feel pretty good this weekend. So expect a show on Sunday depending on uh, whether they make me work or not. Although I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna take Sunday off this week. All right, well, there's not anything tremendously exciting going on over here. Except for my presence, of course, which is always tremendously exciting. Uh, at least it is for me. Alrighty. I'm uh, gonna wander around and see if I can find anything interesting to report on. <laughs> I just got hit with a lightsaber. Didn't think it wasn't a real one, but it cut me in half. So I'll uh, be back shortly. Well, I wanted to find a good spot to put the song in from uh, the Mad Tea Party. Like I said, I'm not sure what the name of the song is. It, they do talk about dominoes, so maybe it's domino. <laughs> Don't know. Wasn't a song I'm familiar with, but it was pretty good. And it's a new one. It was the first performance of the song at the Mad Tea Party, or so they said. So uh, next up is the Mad Tea Party Band. Now wait a minute, hang on just a second, not so fast.
<laughs> I played the recordings that I had made at the Mad Tea Party. And there was a lot of bass distortion. So I don't want to put them out here for you because they don't really sound that great. And it's not up to my high and mighty standards. <laughs> so what I did was, is I went out on YouTube and I found two of the songs. One of them, I believe, is called Domino. And the other one is the Stray Cat song, uh, Rock This Town. And those were both new on the day I was out at the park. It was the first time they'd played them. And they made mention of that fact on the song Domino. And apparently all of the songs were new that night. So here is someone else's recording of the same thing I recorded. They were out there on the same night. Of uh, the Mad Tea Party doing those two songs. I'm going to put them out here uh, back to back. And I hope you enjoy them. So next up, as I said before, the Mad Tea Party Band.
I'd get in here and stick my two cents worth in about that last song. I, I enjoyed that. I still think that their uh, original set stole my preference. Plus, I lost I Saw Her Standing There, which is my favorite one that they sang. I, I don't know. Uh, I think I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but I might not have. I don't know if you guys heard that uh, you can no longer drop off your kids at the park and uh, use Disneyland as a babysitter. They've decided to make 14 years old the cutoff point. So next time you go out to the park, make sure you know that. If you have kids under 14, you got to keep them with you. Uh, that and another uh, interesting little tidbit that's uh, started circulating around the Internet because of a survey question that Disney's been asking. As you leave the park, I'm sure you've seen all them survey takers. And uh, they've started asking if you'd be interested in going to a, a Star Wars-themed land at Disneyland. Now, that kind of gets me uh, happy and excited. Because it's about time they did something with Tomorrowland. It desperately needs uh, some re-theming. And if that's what they've got in mind, I'm all in favor. In fact, I got an idea for them. If, if you're listening, Disney, you know what you could do with the Innoventions building is you tear the top off of it, you build a dome on it, you make it look like the Death Star, and uh, it, that could be it. It could be the Death Star rotating. And that would fit right in with the theming. It would be kind of neat. You could make it a show building or, um, you know, who knows, whatever, whatever you'd want to make. Uh, make make it like an audio-animatronic show with the stormtroopers wandering around in there or em Emperor Palpatine. or uh, You could do all sorts of neat stuff with it. So that's uh, I'm giving you that one for free, Disney. <laughs> Okay, now uh, next up uh, is the Mad Tea Party Band, and uh, we're going to rock this town, which is a cover of a Stray Cat song. So here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Mad Tea Party. Now, are you ready to rock this town? Now, are you ready to rock this town?
Hey, podcasters! Before I play my uh, pre-recorded little sign-off that I did out at the park, I just wanted to chime in again and thank you all for being so patient, sticking with me here, even though I missed a couple of weeks. I'm going to try to not do this any more than is absolutely necessary. Fortunately, this week I didn't have chemo. But I'm going to be out here as often as possible. I actually got to go to the park this week, which was kind of a surprise. I didn't think I'd be able to go while I was having chemo, but my white cell count was real good, and they said it wouldn't hurt nothing if I went, so I went. (laughs) Because I just uh, don't feel whole unless I've at least gone to Disneyland once a week. So, anyway, just just wanted to chime in with that and say thanks and... On with the rest of the show. I'm not going to give my sign off now because then it would sound crazy when I give it here in a couple of seconds. So here goes. Well, Podcateers, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Podcateer Podcast and the uh, Matt Tea Party music I just paid, played for you. That's about all we can squeeze into this week's episode. So y'all take care of yourselves. You have a magical Disney week. And till next time. We'll see you at the park. The great caricature artwork on the Podcateer website was created by Disneyland artist Catherine Clark. You may email her at portraitsandcaricatures at yahoo.com. Her blog is located at www.myspace.com forward slash Clark underscore art. Podcateer is in no way associated with the Walt Disney Company or any of its affiliates. Any similarity to living persons or Disney characters without satirical purpose or the act of reviewing a product or reporting on an event is entirely coincidental. This podcast is a production of Toys Etc. in Southern California and is protected by a Creative Commons share alike 3.0 license. To contact us at Podcateer, please email us at podcateer at earthlink.net. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland has now concluded its normal operating day. Yeah, folks, and me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mickey? Uh-huh? It's that time. Ah, uh, what time is that, Minnie? Oh, <laughs> Goofy? Huh? Oh. Now, now it's time, time to say goodnight. To all our company. Film my seat. See you real soon. It's always Mickey Mouse. K E Y. Why? Because, because we, we like you. M O U S E. For your shopping convenience, this evening Main Street will remain open for an additional half hour.